Welcome to another episode of Restored Mama, the podcast that empowers you, Mama, to transition from feeling bogged down, overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and like there has got to be more to this life, to becoming a mindful mom, thriving in the roles that God has placed on you and fueling the calling on your life, all while loving your life as a mom, a wife, and a child of God and whatever role he was put you in. I'm your host, Jen, and today's episode is a special New Year's edition as we head into 2024 on a journey to renew our purpose and embrace a God-centered approach to marriage and motherhood. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. We are almost two weeks into 2024 already. Oh my gosh, time sure flies. Me and the kids, we were all really sick the whole first week of New Year's and I'm just now starting to get better. I don't know if you can still hear it in my voice, but it was bad. So needless to say, between being miserably sick and pregnant with twins, I was a bump on the couch contributing hardly anything the past week and a half-ish. I kept the kids alive. Yay for me! (laughs) No work was done except for a couple posts in the Facebook community to give away a free planner for the new year. Oh, that's right. I haven't told you. I created a planner, 2024 planner. You can get all the details on it if you head over to the website restoredmama.com. Anyway, nothing got done around the house unless it was something that my husband did. And thank you, Jesus, for an amazing husband that understood where I was at and placed no judgment on me, but he stepped up and he kept things from becoming disastrous, all while spending hours outside shoveling snow because we don't have a plow for our property yet. But despite all Johnny helped out in, the place was still a mess. None of the normal cleaning got done that I do. Laundry piled up. Things weren't put away. It was just a mess for our normally clean and put together home. Plus, no work was done. So I started the second week of the new year needing to play catch up. But that is okay. Over the past few years, I have worked through my systems, my routines, and my mindset to be able to transition from disastrous weeks like last week, where everything piles up, to weeks like this, like this week, where I am a powerhouse managing my household getting work done, and just getting everything done that needs to be done and getting caught up. But if I didn't have my routines in place, and if I wasn't able to look at my situation with a calm mind and have grace for myself with where I was at and what it was that caused this to happen, then I wouldn't have been able to tackle this week like I did. Restored Mama Method is what will get you there. We work on systems and routines. We work on your mindset. We work on your relationship with Jesus. We work on the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. 
You can't live a fruitful, fulfilling, and mindful life without tackling all of these areas. They feed into each other. They go hand in hand. So check out the Restored Mama method at restoredmama.com to get your year started off right, and I will help you get there. Okay, like I said, I was so sick this New Year's episode is over a week late, but that's okay. It's not something that you do in one day. It's an all year thing. So let's dive into how you can start 2024 off in the right foot and see change in a positive direction this year to becoming the woman that you want to be, the one that God has called you to be. Your first two steps are heading over to RestoredMama.com, joining the Restored Mama Method, and getting the 2024 Mindful Mama Planner. All right, you've done that. Wonderful. Step one, reflecting on the past year. It's important to reflect on the last year, both the good and the bad. When you acknowledge the challenges of the past year, it is so much better to head into the new year with that positive mindset. Acknowledge the amazing things that happened the past year and the challenges, both of them. I'll be doing that this week. I've already started. Normally it's at the end of December and into the first week of January, but with the sickness spreading through our home, it just did not happen. And that's okay. I'm excited for what God is going to show me as I reflect this week. One thing that I can tell you is that God reminded me this past year of all the dreams I had for myself as I grew up. Honestly, I have forgotten a lot of them. When I found out I was pregnant with twins, I had told one of my friends who lives far away, and we don't talk often, but it's one of those friends that when you talk, it's like no time has passed at all. One of those lifelong friends that will be there for you and support you no matter how long it's been. And she said, oh, Jen, God has answered all the things you wanted growing up. You wanted a big family. You wanted land. You wanted horses and animals. You wanted to help women and have your ranch. You got it all. That shook me. She was right. I always said I wanted five kids. I now have seven, including these twins that aren't born yet, but five will be living in our home. I have the animals, the ranch, the big family, and I'm helping women. God gave me it all. I just started crying as she said that because it reminded me of the goodness of God. It may have taken a long time, and it was a really bumpy, rocky road to get here, but it happened. I'm almost 40, and these were dreams I had when I was really young. Like elementary, junior high, I started talking about this. It took years, but God is faithful, and he cares. He cares about the small, and he cares about the big dreams. All of those big and small and in-between dreams that you have, he put those dreams in you. I have some questions I want you to ask yourself as you reflect on the last year. Make sure you go into this with prayer and focusing on what God wants to reveal to you too. So grab a pen and paper because these questions are important in your reflection. This isn't going to be a quick reflection. Just sit down for a couple minutes and think through things. This should take time, thought, prayer, and intentionality. All right, question one. What were my biggest achievements this past year? Identify those specific accomplishments that made you proud of yourself and proud of what you did. Next, what challenges did I face and how did I overcome them? Reflect on those obstacles that you encountered, whatever it was that came around, and the strategies you used to navigate through them. Or maybe you didn't navigate through them very well, or maybe you're still trying to navigate through them. Reflect on that. In what areas did I experience personal or professional growth? 
or both. Consider the skills that you developed, the lessons you learned, or new perspectives that you gained throughout the year, personal, professional, in your family. Consider all the new things that you learned and you grew in. What are the moments that brought me the most joy and fulfillment? Think through those instances where you felt genuinely happy and fulfilled. What was happening in that moment? And how can you recreate that this year? How did I prioritize self-care throughout the year? Assess the attention that you gave your physical, your mental, your emotional well-being. And talk about all of those buckets that you need to keep full. How did you do that this year? Or did you do that? Remember what I say about self-care? I don't mean spa days and manis and petties. As wonderful as those are, that's not the self-care. That's treating yourself, and it's important to do that for yourself, but that is not actual self-care. I mean spiritual, emotional, mental, physical care to yourself. Taking a bath, spending some quality time with Jesus, stretching, exercising, or just going for a walk. Planning and scheduling your week out well, that is self-care, because you can handle yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally better when you have things planned out. Taking moments to yourself when the kids are too much in the moment. Pausing and enjoying a moment instead of pushing yourself constantly. Next, did I make progress toward my long-term goals? Did you even have long-term goals? Review the goals that you had set for yourself, if you set goals for last year, and evaluate the progress that you made towards achieving them. If you didn't set those goals, make sure you set some goals for 2024. And when you purchase the 2024 Mindful Mama Planner, I have pages in there for you specifically. Fill in the blank type pages. I make it very simple for you to set your goals. How did I nurture my relationships with my family, my friends, and my spouse? Consider the quality of your connections, your friendships, your marriage, and whether there are areas for improvement in your relationships. What did you do last year to help make those improvements? If you didn't, this is your year to focus on that and make some goals in those areas. What new habits did I develop and which ones served me well? What habits do I need to get rid of this year? Identify those positive habits that contributed to your well-being and the success of last year and those negative habits that didn't serve you well that need to be cut out. Maybe you just kind of skidded through the year. And you don't even know what happened or how you got to 2024. When you're doing this reflection and you maybe can't think of any habits or you can't think of answers to these questions, that is what you really need to sit and reflect on and pray on because that is what is something that you need to focus on in 2024. Did I take risks or step out of my comfort zone? Sometimes that's really hard for some of us. Reflect on those instances where you actually embraced the challenges or pursued opportunities outside of your comfort zone. This is hard for a lot of us, but doing things outside of our comfort zone will help us to learn and grow in new ways. I did this with a planner. That was one of the hardest things I've done. And I got so frustrated so many times. It was not easy, but I did it. And it was way out of my comfort zone, but I did it. How did I manage stress and cope with difficult situations? Evaluate your coping mechanisms and explore those ways to enhance your resilience. Because stress and difficult situations are always going to happen. No matter what you do to prepare for the year, it's going to happen. So if you look back 
and you find how you managed it, what worked, what didn't work, it's going to help you in this new year. What am I grateful for from the past year? What relationships or connections have become more meaningful to me? What is the one thing I would like to leave behind in the past year? I want to just leave it in there, forget about it, and move on. Identify any of those negative patterns or behaviors that you'd like to shed as you move forward. How can I bring more purpose and intention into the coming year? Set those intentions and goals for the new year based on your reflections and insights from the past year. You sit and ask yourself all these questions I just went through, maybe some others. Maybe there's some that I didn't mention that you want to sit and really think through. This isn't the New Year's resolutions thing a lot of people do. I'm not a fan of the whole New Year's resolutions idea. It makes you feel like it is, you know, the base word of that is a resolute. It has to happen. I don't like that feeling. I set goals. I pray and I ask God to show me what direction the year is headed. And then I set goals in that direction. I don't want resolutions. I want goals to reach and attain. I set those attainable goals. And then I set the lofty God goals. I want to strive for the most, the best, the everything that God has for me, not just what I think can happen. Sometimes I'll reach those goals and sometimes I don't, but I go into it knowing that those are the goals and dreams that only God can fulfill and it will be in his timing. This is where I feel like he is leading me. So I'm going in this direction and we'll see how he guides me through the year. That's the mindset that I get. Then I set the goals I know that I can attain, the personal and the business and family and home goals, all those things too. I set goals. These questions can serve as a guide for a thorough and thoughtful reflection on the past year, helping you gain clarity and direction for the year ahead, which is so important. And of course, go into this with prayer and anticipation for God to give you direction for the year. This leads me into number two. Setting God-centered intentions. It is crucial to align goals with God's purpose. God should be at the center of it all. Remember those dreams that I had when I was young that I talked about earlier? The ones that God has fulfilled? There's still dreams and things that he has told me about my future that haven't happened yet. But those big dreams that I didn't even realize were dreams that God was giving me, those dreams have happened. And it took me sitting back and reflecting and a friend bringing it to my attention for me to even realize that it had happened. I don't believe they were all just me wanting it. God put those goals and dreams in me. And the more I sought him, looked to him for the direction of my life, the more of those that I saw fulfilled. You can have some amazing goals that you set, but if God isn't in them, what's the point? His plans for you are better than you could ever dream. Align your goals with him. Setting intentions that are rooted in faith and reflect your desire for a more fulfilling life is crucial for how the year is going to turn out. Incorporating God into daily life has brought me peace and purpose when I had none. My life would not be what it is now if I went into each year just willy-nilly and just letting life pass me by and see what's going to happen for the year. You have to be intentional. I talk about being intentional in your life all the time. Be intentional when you wake up with what you have set out to do for the day. Be intentional when you plan your week. And this planner is going to help you become intentional. But you have to be intentional even when you head into the new year. Or the year is just going to pass. And it's going to be like, where did this year go? What did I do? 
Did I get anything that I wanted to get done? You have to bring God in on it all. That is where your year will change. Otherwise, you will end this year just like all the others, wondering where the year went and what you actually did with it. In Christ is where you will find your purpose. Number three, overcoming marriage struggles. We are in the middle of a marriage series now. I took a break for Christmas episodes and then this New Year's episode. But the next episode is back to the marriage series and talking about communication in your marriage. It's a huge thing. I thought it would be the best way to kick off the continuation of the marriage series in this new year. Communication is the root of the marriage, other than God. Obviously, God needs to be at the center. But then communication. Without good communication, it's really hard to work on anything else that's lacking in your marriage if you can't communicate. I'm not going to address this much since I have multiple episodes on marriage in this podcast, but if you are struggling in your marriage, it is good to sit and think through what you want to change in this year with your marriage so you have a direction to go. If you aren't struggling, it should be a goal to grow in your marriage. So how do you want your marriage to grow this year? You can start by listening to this marriage series. I have several marriage series and marriage episodes scattered throughout my podcast episodes. If you can't find them, feel free to send me an email. I will send you the links. I want your marriage to thrive. And 2024 should be a year of seeing that happen in your life. Okay, number four, time management strategies. This is hard for many of us moms. That's why I talk about it so much on here. By learning how to implement time management systems and strategies, routines, all the things, you can drastically change the trajectory of your year. This is the best place to start. So go grab the planner at restoredmama.com, join us in the Restored Mama method, and get these strategies in place. Then, while you're waiting for the planner to arrive, binge some of the time management episodes here to get started. We have our first group coaching tomorrow. Tomorrow! Friday! So join Restored Mama Method and get this year started right. I will help coach you through. All the details are there on the website about this program. If you have any questions, send me an email. I want 2024 to be the best year yet for you. And lastly, number five, embracing the journey to mindfulness. Life is meant to be truly lived. When you're a mindful mom, it means to be fully present in all those moments through the day, to actually live in the moment, love your life in every season, every single season, as difficult as the season may be. Your attitude will be peaceful. There will be less yelling, frustration. You're going to live more intentionally, and you're going to actually have time in the day to do what you love. You're going to have time in your year to fulfill the calling that God has placed on you. Maybe you don't know that calling. You're going to actually have time to figure that out because you're not going to be so bogged down by life. That is what mindfulness is. It doesn't mean you aren't looking to the future, planning and dreaming and goal setting. All of that is so important and crucial, but you aren't letting that take over. You are enjoying where you're at in the midst of it all. The Oxford Dictionary definition to being mindful is focusing on one's awareness in the present moment. I want to be in the present moment. I want to enjoy the little moments of the day and remember it all. I don't want life to just pass me by. When you are mindful and present in the moment, you can find joy in the most difficult circumstances or the most mundane moments. 
I can help you get there in their Sword Mama method. You get the self-paced course and bi-weekly group coaching with me, which starts tomorrow, so I can personally help you walk through it all. The first group coaching call starts tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. One way you can start is by doing a mindful journal. I have also created one of those for you. It will be launching in another week, so stay tuned for that. But writing is using multiple senses to work through what is happening in your head. This is why I want you to use a journal. This isn't like the diary that you did when you were a teenager if you were a diary girl. This is almost like a prayer journal. It is the deep things that are running through your head that you don't know how else to get out and process. This is those prayers, those dreams, those frustrations, those longings of your heart that you cry out to God for. Get it out on paper. As you move through your year, you will physically see the transformation as you look back at previous writings that you've done. You will see that change that God is doing in you. It is so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day, but when you write it on paper and then you look back, it is a reminder at how faithful God truly is, even in the small things. If my friend hadn't mentioned all those dreams that I had when I was little, I may not have even remembered talking about that when I was so young. So when I write things down, it reminds me of God's faithfulness. No matter how small or how big, it's so important to remember God's faithfulness. When you get in those difficult moments, Those struggles and the things that seem to just weigh you down and there seems to be no way out. Looking back at your mindful journal and seeing God's faithfulness through it all, even in the past struggles you've gone through, will remind you that he is faithful and will get you through this. Embracing mindfulness is a gradual process. It's not going to happen overnight. But those small steps will lead to significant changes. But often you just don't see that in the moment. And journaling will help you with that. As we step into this new year, I want you to remember that you're not alone on this journey. God has a purpose for each one of us. And by aligning our lives with his plan and working through this together, we can find fulfillment and joy even in the midst of chaos. I'm here to help you with that. Through the Restored Mama method with the course and the coaching, I will help you personally walk through becoming that mindful mom, focusing your sights on Jesus, and becoming the woman that you are called to be. Thank you for joining us on Restored Mama. I pray this year is a time of renewal and growth and embracing the mindful mom within us all. I'll see you in the next episode where we continue our marriage series talking about communication. Don't forget to head over to RestoredMama.com, check out the planner, journal, Restored Mama method. It's all there. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me. I love you, Mama. I'll see you in the group coaching tomorrow. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.